0: everybody well welcome back to another episode of the blazer victory podcast John Duncan here and I'm joined with Darian Smith one of my co-hosts now Jimmy Marion our, our you know our another co-host will not be joining tonight for the recap because baby Hampton or or as Darian likes to say baby hydrogen <laughs> and I don't want to say too much because I know Jimmy you still haven't made it officially on Twitter. Um
1: he, he, he con- posted a picture on Facebook.
0: Okay, yeah, so we can
1: talk about it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, well, congratulations to Jimmy and Natalie and, uh, and Hatton. Hatton gets to be an older brother for Hampton, so super excited for you guys. So
1: it'll and be just John, like... We got to talk about this because the baby came before the game and yep. came pretty, pretty urgently, so... You know, I said, hey, this is a sign, y'all. Like, I'm I'm almost certain. I, and I was serious. I told y'all I was serious. I said, man. You did? You did. H- H2 would not come into this world to a loss. I, like, right. God, God <laughs> foresaw everything. I knew. He was, God was like, I'm not going to let his team yes. lose. Like, we're going to turn it around. And yes. H2 was the sign, you know. So, uh, I'm glad for, for the dub. I'm glad we smoked USF. I'm happy yes. for it. I'm happy for Jimmy. I'm happy for Nat and Haddon. And, uh, hey, man, here we are.
0: Yes, and Jimmy will be back at some point, guys, but we are definitely letting him take a break um, as the Marion family gets adjusted to their new blessing in that family. But let's get into this game. And before we get into this game, all of our game recaps this season of the Blazer Victory Podcast are sponsored by Cahaba Brewing Company. I am Enjoying a celebratory Okauba IPA as we speak. So definitely give one of their core beers a taste if you're 21 or older. And go down to the tap room where we've had some good times down there already. Um, Having a watch party last week at Tulane. But as always, thank you Cahaba for sponsoring this podcast and sponsoring this uh, game recap. But Darian, UAB gets it done in blowout fashion. Fifty-six to thirty-five over the South Florida Bulls, improving to one and one in AAC play and getting their very first win in the American Athletic Conference.
1: Yeah, and we and we did it impressively, man. Yes, um, I don't, I don't know if we should start this, but let me start by saying this: I don't, I don't know a lot of uh, USF fans, and the USF fans that was at the game were really, really cool. Like right. they cheered for that team, they weren't belligerent, they weren't disrespectful. Like, you know, I saw some out, you know, in this in this around the Comcourse, they were really cool. Um and then they were like very active and you know, they participated with the games um, on the screen and stuff. So they they were really cool fan base in person. I hate that you got some of those people on Twitter. Oh man, man. it's it's the ones on Twitter. So after after review, after <laughs> after review, after seeing them in person, I'm like, oh, man, they some cool people. But, man, they got some ignorant fans on online. That's why I'm so happy that we did smoke them because I'm like, shut up. I'm, I was going through some of them that... That SoFlo account, whatever Bulls Nation and CFB is oh, being worse. Still, yeah. still going and talking down, Talking about, talking about holding like, and stuff, man. Come boy, on, just talking, just going, talking about we a little no name school. This was our Super Bowl, and all like, like who, like who are y'all? Like, <laughs> right? Why is why is this our Super Bowl? Like, I don't, I don't understand that. But you know, I know it might be some South Florida listeners. I it ain't it ain't for the ones that's cool, like. So uh, I mean, hopefully some sort of some other USF fans can kind of check some of those accounts like, bro, like we humble, humble ourselves, like chill, chill, right. humble. I know we do it as UAB fans and we we only punch back. We never we never start stuff, but we will punch back. So if y'all want to punch, we're going to punch back. Y'all punch five times. We're going to punch 10. So, yeah. hey, shout, shout out to Blazer Nation. Uh, we holding it down online and we're proud of our school, just like y'all are proud of y'all school. Let's let's be humble. And shout out to Lane. They super humble. Like eh. right, I just yeah. had I just had to put that out there. I know I know Blazer fans are like that.
0: Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, because I've seen that, you know, kind of scrolling through after the game and seeing it. And there are some good South Florida fans, you know, especially like the Bay Area Examiner, who I made a guest appearance on their Patreon. Those guys are cool. You know, Nathan and Steve and those guys are really cool. But, yeah, I think every fan base has that few fans online that like to just whatever for whatever reason, run their mouth. But it seems that South Florida does have more than just some. So but but definitely, hey. Let's talk about this game 56 to 35. And Darren, you know, we were kind of talking like this game wasn't even <laughs> as close as that
1: score indicates. I, I, am I right in saying that? Yeah. And it's crazy because how this game started out, it was like, ah, oh, man, oh. it was like. What- we had the onside kick. First, the referee, the, the refs were like the slowest refs. But I'm going to talk about the game because you can talk about everything and how long the game was because these dudes did not want to go home to their wives <laughs> for whatever <No>. reason. <laughs> like, ah, leave y'all. But, um, yeah, we, we start doing doing an on, onside kick. It looked perfect. It went 10 mm-hmm. yards. like, But they reviewed it and said a legal block or something. So we still had to kick it off um and they end up scoring on that uh we got them the third down twice but they end up scoring on the long QB run and it was kind of like ah oh man it was quick 7-0 but we responded right and i think and i think that was major when we responded really quick um with bookhalter that that, that long
0: oh yes that was good
1: just just totally outran everybody and and it, and it went from there but before i go any more into the game and how we smoked the cows <clears throat> um Offensive line.
0: Ooh, they must have heard that Patreon, bro, because they, they look comp- like a 180 from last week.
1: Man, totally consistent effort. Zeno had time. Guys were there. One thing you did not see was like all the bust and like guys, it wasn't too many TFLs because guys mm-hmm. wasn't knifing in. Like all of a sudden, I said that, bro, if we can block up front, our skill guy's not ready. Mm -hmm. If we give Zeno time, I don't know, he had one pass, but that was kind of like, what was that? He had plenty of time. It was no pressure. But, you know, whatever. Like, look at all the good passes he had. (laughs) Like, we carved them up. but exactly. But but I cannot – this, the game ball – Goes to the offensive line. Those guys were physical. I was marveled at like how much push we was getting off. We worked up to the second level. Uh, We had our backs a lot of time was one on ones with safeties and we break them off long game touchdown. Like Will Parker. Did a 360 with, with when we talk about effort. And we talk about consistency and we talk about being physical. The guy was getting pushed. I was like, golly, look at this big push in the middle. Like, we started Tater Reed and Quez Yates on the right side. guys did awesome. Mm -hmm. They did. I, I have no complaints with the offensive line, like, pass protection, running the ball. Like, mind you, USF has been good against the run all year. And we ran it down their freaking throats. It was a, it was one point in time. I was like, let's not even throw it. Like, let's just keep running it, you know. <laughs> right. um, so it ain't like we were going to get a bad rush defense. Like they they have a good enough track history to show. The thing is, we've been on the precipice ever since that Georgia game. Like we had the we had that anomaly of of the Louisiana game. That was like the darkest shadow. Yes. And that was hitting rock bottom for us. That was rock bottom. From the from that game, from the storm and how how bad it stormed, and we barely had fans there because of it. And, and then we got smoked. We switched our whole scheme. I felt like everybody looked themselves in the mirror. We came out against Georgia. Everybody thought we was going to get smoked, eighty to zero. And we were really good against Georgia. Like we gave them a fight, and you know, it was some some plays. We was like, man, if we would have just did X Y Z, that would have actually been a real game in the second mm-hmm. half. Then we come back. Against Tulane, and this is why I don't understand why some people were kind of souring on the staff. We had we got so many young guys playing, so many. And we come back against Tulane, and we're on the road, and they're the top team in our league. They just won an NY6 bowl, bowl game against the USC last year and returned so many of the guys. And their quarterback came back for their game. And we felt like we... I, we we didn't win, so I ain't going to say we should have won. But we had way more of an opportunity, and we just made mistakes. And they took advantage of those mistakes. Shout out to Tulane. They they won that game. But we were right there. Yeah. If that wasn't a sign that the staff has grown and this team has grown, I don't know what was a sign. So I was still really positive, but that the record was one and four, right? Mm-hmm. We come into this game. This USF team, you know, they played Bama well. They beat Rice, they beat Navy. You know, they was putting up big points. And they've been kind of rolling. Um, especially with the quarterback. And we came, we came out, John, and we just we came out physical, we came out playing assignment football. Our eyes was in the right spots. Mm-hmm. Um, we we limited their big plays, we turned them over. On one drive, we caught three, inter- almost three interceptions to get one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, I remember
1: <laughs> Yes, and it was um. So if guys had to, we we didn't give too many opportunities to them. We had to. We made them earn. They tried to go NASCAR. They tried to go fast, and we were in where we were supposed to be. We gave up that one long uh, pass play that was a bust, and that was about it. Like as far as like busting coverages and stuff. Right. Um we had two defensive tackles. We had Joker Gill and Tyreek Howard both were out. We we started true freshman Merriweather, McQuan Merriweather. And to sub in, we had true freshman Iman Smalls. And they did awesome. Awesome. Right. Uh fr- freshman Lee B awesome running the ball. Mm-hmm. Freshman Amari Thomas, T Palm with those two long bums, like touchdown, like we But the offensive line, I come back. Offensive and defensive line, I think defensive line did really good. Nikia Easton, a couple of sacks. Desmond Little sack. We really showed up with our assignments. Assignments. Shout out to our linebackers. Soros and Braddon. Like, we've grown so much. I can keep going. Our safeties played well. I just think that this showed a lot of, we showed a lot of growth, a lot of improvement. I'm excited to go to UTSA next week man Uh, um you know we can go more in depth on the after review because we were like cheering we was happy our kids (laughs) are there together but this was a this was a good sign on how we won we won really in the trenches and then i then our skill players took us home so Mm -hmm. shout out to our dbs they were sticky in coverage man it was just Mm -hmm. a good it was a good night
0: Yeah, definitely. And, you know, before we get any further, too, like we we are titling this episode Turnaround because this, you know, as I was talking with Darian before we started recording, like this could potentially, we we could look back at the end of the year and look at this game as this was the turnaround where UAB, this team, and staff turned around the season. And shout out to Richard Duncan, my dad, for giving me the idea of uh, titling this episode. But I, I thought it really stuck especially after this performance today. And you you hit everything. I mean, I really don't have much to add on the team's performance, Darren. You know, I thought UAB controlled the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. As you mentioned, this was the best all-around game that our, that UAB's offensive line has played by far this season. And I thought the defensive line played their best uh, game uh, by far this season. So if you can just continue the improvements from this game heading into the Alamo Dome next week by God UAB can beat UTSA in the Alamo Dome like this ain't this ain't your this ain't your mother's UTSA team you know this ain't the same UTSA team that you know ran through Conference USA I know they got Frank Harris back uh today against their win uh at their at their win in Temple but I mean, hey, with UAB, the way that they're playing right now, you can't tell me that UAB does not have a shot in that ballgame. If they can if they can play the way they did today in Protective Stadium, like who's to say they can't go into the Alamo Dome and get the win? But we said coming into this game, you, Jimmy and I, Darren, that this was a must win game and UAB showed it. You mentioned it, the first play of the game of the onside kick, which I still don't know. Uh, When we do our after review on the Patreon, shout out patreon.com slash blazerpod, when we do our film review and look at what the illegal block that the refs called, I'm very curious to see what exactly that was. But, I mean, hell, you you mentioned, Darian, like, how— I know school. Hey, shout out four TDs, 18 carries for 116 yards. I mean, dude was a beast. Hey, Lee Beebe looked like a beast tonight, too. Um, and, you know, there was no Isaiah Jacobs. I, I don't know for sure what happened there. Maybe he's a little dinged up. Um, but you've got to feel good if you're UAB with the backs that you have and, you know, and get, hopefully get Jacobs back for next week. But. My goodness, UAB, whenever they wanted to run the ball tonight, they ran that damn ball, and they did a great job doing it. And you mentioned, you know, Tater Reed coming in, um, and, and, you know, he got hurt early on in the half. But still, you know, they – the unit – the overall offensive line as a unit still played their best game even when Tater Reed went out. Like, it seems like the – you want to say, like, the light bulb is starting to click, Darian – Uh, Because the way they played today, I mean, you and I could have ran through some of those holes (laughs) that they were uh, putting up on a decent South Florida defensive line. Like, I don't want people to think, like, this is a trash South Florida team. Now, I know we've trashed some of their fan base earlier, but I still think this is a pretty good, you know, Alex Golish coached South Florida Bulls team. And they, you know, very well should go to a bowl game this year and still could contend in the AAC. But, man, UAB pushed them around on the offensive line, pushed their defensive line around and UAB's defensive line really got after that offensive line and take away a couple plays that maybe there were some broken tackles like on the, the touchdown run Byron Brown had early on in the game, mm-hmm. but outside of that, dude, the UAB played a hell of a game tonight. We
1: were, we were really disciplined. So yes, yes, we, we really, I was sitting there and I started watching a uh, defensive line and how we rushed and we rushed very, very smartly. Like, guys were disciplined they stayed in their lanes they really just bull rush most of the game and then once they got to a certain level they would put on a move but they made sure to maintain gap integrity every time brown tried to wiggle out of it it was nowhere to go we, we racked up sack after sack because he couldn't wiggle out you know we made them pull it down shout out to the dbs a lot of times they had to hold up in one-on-one coverage and they covered one-on-one. well yeah and they covered well and one thing I said about that South Florida offense, they were really dynamic. Like, Brown is really dynamic, their quarterback, and they have some dynamic receivers. But they, you know what they want to do. It was kinda, it's kind of like how we were last year on mm-hmm. offense. You you knew what we wanted to do. You knew we wanted to run the ball with Debo, and we were going to take our shots with Shrop, and we might hit some over the middle too. But it wasn't too much diversity. We was just going to try to be really good at what we do. And they, they're the same way. They love to – to run the ball, you know, either with the quarterback or the running back. They love the slants coming across the middle and they love to take their shots. And I think I think we really prepared correctly because we did a good job of being sticky in coverage. And we were right there with them. Stride for stride. Shout out to our DBs. That's a lot to put on your DBs. And I think since our DBs were sticky in coverage and we took away what they wanted to do, it caused to cause Brown to kind of hesitate with that ball. And then that's when I say shout-out to our D-line because even with two, basically, Joker Gill is like a starter, and even with Tyreek Howard is a starter, but even with, with them out. And you know what? Now that I think about it, I didn't see too much of Kevin Penn either.
0: I don't think he got out there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think he did. It was a lot of fish unless he just rotated with fish. But we had true freshmen going in there and getting it done. On it, yeah. It's very it's very impressive when freshmen can hold up, not only hold up, but thrive on the line, not on yep. the end, but defensive tackle. We had two of them that do it. So I'm I'm so excited. You saw Mari Thomas go for a long, another freshman go for a long touchdown. Um one thing we knew going in, and I was I stand solid on that, is that I knew they weren't good on the back end. Their front seven is decent. And which is why I'm so surprised and I'm so happy that we just pushed them around like they wasn't decent. <laughs> <Like> it, <laughs> right. It was we were we was getting pushed. I want people to understand it. Just a lot of the runs like we made against Tulane. Like we still got defeated up front. But I, I uh, my running backs just made moves to get out, you know, just try to make something happen. This game, I'm telling you, I give props. I want to give I want to give props. I don't like to, quote unquote, talk negatively, but you have to be realistic. Mm-hmm. And Tulane really whooped us, and not only th- they just whooped us in effort and, and and our assignment wise, we just wasn't ready. This game, these guys sent exotic blitzes. Like shout out to our running backs and our um, how, how they picked up on those blitzes. On those, we were just really as one. Yeah,
0: as a team, I, as a whole, as yeah, a they played well.
1: Yep. Like we were, we we locked on on our blocks. I I really, 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 really want to show love to that to that offensive of line, man. It's just awesome job. Continue to build. Now you know who you are. That that that's who you've been this entire time. You just have to find it. As Trent like to say, revelations happen. Yes. You know, a lot, I feel like a lot of revelations happen, and um. Shout out to our receivers and blocking. Like, we were bullying those guys. Like, so Mm -hmm. downfield on a lot of those runs, like, those guys couldn't get off blocks. You see t pump you see Farrier. You see so many guys, if they don't have the ball, it's a very unselfish group. They are Mm -hmm. locking in, you know. uh, Bryce Damis, Dallas Payne, tight ends. Like, everybody is just locking up. And I'm just like, wow, this is beautiful. This is real football. This is when you can let your talent show. When you say, hey, we, we we're not busting assignments. You know, shout out to guys like Will Soros. Not busting assignments, being there on point where you're supposed to be. And you make them, you make them make plays, right? Like Brown, he made plays, you know. He he he's dynamic. He can do that. But we didn't give anything. And that that is what I'm happy about. I'm happy that we didn't give it to him. We made him play. It was good talent on talent. And like I thought, our skill guys smoke, <laughs> like just really smoked their their defensive backfield. And our defensive backfield really won the battle against their skill guys. That was the difference. And then we were able to block them up front. And we saw, hey, talent versus talent, who can win? We're, I think we showed that we're better than they are in that instant. And um on to UTSA, man. I, I want us to keep it going. I think we can.
0: Yes, I and mean 100% agree with you, Darren. Before we wrap, I know we're kind of 22 minutes in, so we need to wrap out in a couple minutes. But what you just said, I think if the offensive line can continue to, at least to the degree that they played today going forward, if they could do that again, I think that will give us the chance to showcase our skill players, and that showcasing will be we will be able to see, like, hey, I think we have the best skilled players in the conference. And I, I know we have a, a lot of teams in the league that are list, listeners listen, listening to us from fans of other teams. But I say that very boldly. If the offensive line can continue to hold up and give Zeno time like he, they did tonight, then our skilled players can showcase their abilities. And at the end of the year, we'll be able to say, hey, we have some of the best skilled players. In the AAC, and I know that's a bold take, but also one more thing before we wrap, Darian, UAB's up 28-14, to 14, ball at midfield, fourth and six, what does Trent Ooh. Dilfer and Alex Mortensen do? They have the guts to go for it and we're <laughs>
1: there we, we was know. like put
0: put that <laughs> thing yeah because if you don't get if you don't get it you give south florida the ball at the 50 yard line and i mean the momentum shifts the other way but what a perfect play call slipping i believe it was lee witherspoon right to the side shout what out to the
1: running back dip we got easy. plenty of running backs
0: yeah, see, We talked a lot about B.B. and Skull, but yeah, shout out to Witherspoon as well. And, you know, tay Curry is just as talented as well. But slipping him out to the side and easily getting that first down. And from there on out, U.A.B. did not look back at all. So shout out to the – co- We talked yes. about
1: finishing. We talked about finishing. We to the throat, did, yep. we, Yes, we actually did the opposite of what we did at Tulane. We went and we got that first down. And then we scored to go up 35-14, got the ball back. And we got we got it was three and out, but guess what? We three and out them right back. And then we got the ball and then we scored to make it 42-14. I say, oh, that's that's ball game. Like we 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 actually finished like in the middle halves. And man, if this team can build on this performance, like I don't want people to think like, oh, it's it was Children's Harbor. You know, uh, that's why one time
0: thing, yeah. Right,
1: like they were extra. Listen, I saw us get smashed on tr- Children's Harbor. Was that? Was that? Uh, what year was that? It was one Children's the Harbor. Rice,
0: that was a Rice game a couple years ago. Yeah, we, we
1: didn't get smashed, but it was a team that we were favored to beat in Rice, and they weren't all that that year, and they beat us Children's Harbor. So it it isn't like it's just like we were extra motivated. This team has been getting better each week, each week, each week, and, and, and it, they've been showing it. And, and we've it, been it, saying it, that, Darren,
0: out. too. Like if. For people that just look at box scores, like you're not getting the whole the holistic viewpoint of how the season like if you've listened to the Blazer Victory podcast and if you've read Magic City Impact, shout out to Tim and Steve doing a great job. If you've re- read Evan deli from AL.com, like if you've really paid attention and again, listening to us at the Blazer Victory podcast like these last couple weeks and I hate and I know Trent and the staff hates moral victories. But, Darren, you you know, we talked about it. It was getting there. You know, little by little, we were starting to get there. And I think, like you just said, if they can build upon this game today against South Florida, I mean, it is very realistic for UAB to get the dub next Saturday and UTSA and springboard the rest of the season.
1: And you talk about a fan base that we respect. Yes. Like I, 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 see UTSA like taking up for UAB. Like we told, you know, they telling them like we hey, told y'all. Mad respect out, to UTSA. Yeah. Shout out, shout out Alamo Dome, Alamo Dome Audible. You know,
0: yes. shout out to all our friends
1: over there. It ain't nothing well, but well it, Alamo, it, Alamo Audible now. They, yeah, Alamo. Oh, oh, Alamo, they Alamo Audible. They were Alamo Dome Audible until right, had yeah. to get involved. Yeah. Alamo like
0: shout out to all our
1: friends over there. At UTSA, we were we respect those guys. You know, those guys are. All right, cool. And we we we're coming to get the dub. That's you know that's what we're supposed to do, and we'll talk about it afterwards. But it's different. And then shout out to the Bay Examiner and, and and all the real USF fans. But those guys online, like y'all, take this. We I, I choke on it, man. Like <laughs> take that L, yeah. Take that take, Woody take, and
0: back to whatever tail or whatever.
1: Yeah. The Alabama of the AAC. Get out of here with all that, man. But I know that I know that was like one or two fans or three fans talking. I don't I don't know. But, bro, like, it's kind of like, come on, y'all. Y'all not. <sighs> man, I can't. Whatever. But shout out UTSA, man. I'm really looking forward, uh, looking forward to that game, man. Uh, I think we're going to get after them.
0: I think so. And hey, I, I wore my lucky hat today darian two oh, got no yeah. we're in the lucky hat so even though I'll be at the beach next week for the UTSA game I'm packing that freaking lucky hat and I'm going to be wearing it for that game so Yes sir we're going to let this continue Well, All right guys you know we are what 27 28 minutes in so we're going to go ahead and wrap um but again patreon.com/blazerpod Darian and I will do a after review where we review the film for the south florida and this is going to be a great game for once <laughs> to review and you know kind of look at stuff that we didn't see in our initial viewing um but also hey you know should be in a couple interviews coming in the patreon feed this week i know for sure one will include um from the alamo audible uh jared kalmas you know a great friend of mine and they do a great job there alamo audible co- covering utsa athletics so i can't wait to have him on we'll probably get that in your feed probably thursday morning ish but For the free feed, folks, hey, let's celebrate this win tonight, drink you a Cahaba beer or two, and let's look forward to UTSA. And in a couple of days, we'll have our preview out for UTSA and the free feed. But,
1: Darren, go ahead and close us out. Oh, yeah, and shout-out to all our listeners. It was so many of y'all that came up to us. We need to name a a
0: few. Yeah, shout-out William. Shout-out Tim Stevens. Shout-out Nathan. Yeah,
1: Nathan. Nathan. Uh, Stephen. It was so many. It was a couple of them. was it Jeff? Uh, Jeff it was yeah, uh uh-huh. So many guys, man. We, we really appreciate that. Like We, we love we, that. Uh, hey, we, we love that, to man. interact,
0: yes, because this is a community that we've built with the Blazer Victory Podcast. It ain't just us, me, me, Darren, and Jimmy. It's all of y'all listeners are a part of this wonderful community that we – because, hey, when we started this thing, there <laughs> it wasn't that much uh, going on <laughs> right. with the uh, coverage. So, yes, Shout we out love it.
1: Shout-out, Stephen. You know, who's there supporting – Man, so many, so many of y'all, man. We we love you guys, honestly. Thank y'all for uh, just encouraging us. That means a lot to us. So, um, and for the rest of like the rest of the free feed people that 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 ain't helped to the Patreon, it's only five dollars a month. You can do the annual, get ten percent off, and you can just get it paid up for a year, man. Coming, we we we're diving in. We're putting in the work. We're we are putting in, in the work, man. And we're I don't want to hear nobody field. complaining.
0: Nobody complaining on the free feed about us talking about the Patreon for two to three minutes. There's no ads on this show. We pump two (laughs) episodes free each week. So if we want to spend three minutes just talking about the Patreon and all the hard work we do, by God, we're going to do it and we're going to continue to do it. So if you don't like it, there's a fast forward button on your podcast.
1: Right. And then we we just focus on putting out great content for you guys because we love it and we know you guys love it. Right. Exactly. we 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 looking at film. John is going down. Shout out to you, John. He's going down to the practice facility. Let me remind y'all, we like three working men. Ain't like hey, we, we got full-time jobs. Yeah. <laughs> we got we got we got full-time jobs. We all have multiple kids. We got wives. Like we have to work around to do a lot of this stuff. So we, and it's just it's five dollars a month. Like we, you know, it's it's come on. Though. Like, come on, y'all. It's great content. Come on over. And listen to the after review and, and a lot of the the interviews that John does. So, thank you guys.
0: Definitely. And expect more. Oh, interviews. should I go ahead? Well, I can rap. Yes, yeah, y'all talk. I'll take it. Uh, well, yeah. shout out, yeah, Patreon again, Patreon.com/slash/BlazerPod. A couple interviews coming to you guys in the next few days. But as always, go Blazers and turn around, beat UTSA, keep improving, and keep improving.